gosh hi and oh my gosh hello listeners welcome to review that review we are the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing reviews that is chelsea don and that is trey gerald and when we come together we are the review queens you see me rolling. You see me rolling. Trying to get me rolling around and to ride and dirty. I don't know why that is the song that came into my head when I was trying to come up with a New Year song, but Chelsea. <laughs> I'm sort of surprised happy... there's not a bow wow moment. Bow wow wow. Yippee yo. Yippee yay. <laughs> That's right. Happy old Lang Syne time. Oh my Can't God. believe it's been a full year. It is wild. Chelsea, is there anything that you would like to? Lodge a complaint. About, and just keep in mind, this is the singular last complaint of 2023. Wow. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. I have I have a complaint. It's a tale as old as time. And leaning into that metaphor of time, let's go with daylight savings. Okay. Oh. Why, why do we still have that? I'm pretty sure it was like on the whatever you want to call it. It was one of the propositions that we could vote for in California. And I think we did vote mm-hmm. yes, like to get rid of yeah. it. And I thought that too. Another year still here. It gets dark so early. Like, why do we need that extra hour of earliness? It was bad enough when it was getting dark and it was like six. Now it's like five o'clock and it feels like it's 10 o'clock. I mean, mm. I understand that it's going to be dark regardless of daylight savings, but it just feels like, where does the day go? Mm-hmm. Who's getting up at like I, the crack of dawn? Isn't that what daylight savings was for? Like farmers that got up at like 2 a.m. so that it was light? Yeah, I thought it had to do with farming too. Yeah. I also think someone told me that this was like the last year of daylight savings time, but I don't, oh. I've never fact checked that. I don't know if that's real. It is weird to me as well. And it is always disorienting. Yeah. But there is something that is so wonderful. About the other daylight savings when suddenly you get another hour. That feels like so beautiful. This is the shitty version and you feel right. like you lose an hour. Yeah. You know, I also think like I don't know what the point is anymore, but there is also this equal part of me that's like, is something bad going to happen if we get rid of it? And also, which <laughs> one do we stick with? Do we stick with this version or do we stick with the other version where it's more light in the day? Oh, which one right. Do we like, stick which with? is I don't know. the. I think that we stick with the the Our other one. Sunlight? Yeah, me too. That's preferable, I think, to most people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who we're saving the daylight for, but I think I prefer to have a little bit more light later in the day, personally. Yes, I agree. You know, why don't you... You could always move to that town in Alaska where it, it's never dark. There are... Oh, I have been to Alaska during the time when it was just light out and it is weird like everyone has to have blackout shades oh that uh, that makes so much sense 
Yeah. Otherwise, like, how the hell would you go to sleep? I mean, it feels like a parallel stereotype when you talk about like Los Angeles, where it's like they don't have seasons. Which, well, like, totally I know that do. you say you do have seasons, yeah, yeah. But like, we it's do. Like, and then anytime anyone visits here in the winter, they're like, "Oh my god, it's cold!" And I'm like, shut up. It's like thirty degrees warmer than it is in New York. It's just, yeah, it's cold. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not thirty. That's an exaggeration, <laughs> but. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to wear a puffy coat with, like, down feathers. I think this is just highlighting change. Change is never fun. I don't like change. Some things I do like change. Like I, But yeah, daylight savings, do we need it? Who are you? You're old. You're old. Get out of here. You're old Lang Syme. Old Lang Syme, baby. Beautiful complaint. Thank you. Thank you. I totally feel that. And it is, once again, very interesting. Oh, are we aligned? Serendipitous. I think we are. I can't wait. You want to find out how aligned we are as we jump into an online review? I would love that. Let's do it. Review that review. All right. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you a review, then break it down and rate the impact of that review on a scale from zero to five crowns. This is a very regal process that we call Assess That Kvetch. That's right. And Trey, it's your turn this week. What have you brought in for us? I hope it's time related. So in honor of New Year's, I am going to share. I feel like I've been saying this a lot, but this is a review. That you've been holding on to it? Yeah, I looked at the my original screenshot. I screenshotted this in December of 2022. Wow, okay. I wasn't able to do it last year, and it's very time-specific. So, question first. Have you ever heard of the website letterboxd.com? Ooh, I think I have. But I can't remember exactly what it is. Yeah, I don't really know what it is. It's kind of like a social media version of Internet Movie Database. Like, in in Goodreads, basically. Like, you can create a library of all of the films and stuff that you've ever watched. And, like, you can rate them and create lists, etc. It's a social version. So, today, Chelsea, I'm so thrilled to be sharing with you this five-star letterboxd.com. And that is, like, there's no E in boxed. It's B-O-X-D. Yes. This is a five-star letterboxed review for show first. <gasps> the film. Okay. 17 again. Ooh. So Chelsea and I do reviews on everything that is not a movie. So we really have never really done a movie. We did once do a lifetime movie on an after show. That's right. This is a show first because we don't we're not film critics over here, okay? So we're not claiming to be film critics and we're not reviewing the film. We're reviewing the review of the film. Amen. So is this the Zach Efron one? Ding 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 ding. Woo! Did you ever see Seventeen? Is it Zac again? Efron and and Jason Bateman? No, that's a really great question. Um, let me look. Oh. I, I'm realizing now. I wish that I had like gotten the trailer so we could have listened <laughs> to it, but it's sort of irrelevant. It doesn't really matter. But I have no idea what this is. I think I vaguely recall it existing. Like I thought maybe it was right. like what's that movie where the girl is like she hits her head in the closet on the fairy house and it sprinkles dust on her 13 going on 30 yes i kind of thought this was like the boy version oh it's matthew perry oh that's sad oh that's so so ironic so do you have a synopsis what is the synopsis of 17 again yes mike o'donnell is ungrateful for how his life turned out he gets a chance to rewrite his life 
when he tried to save a janitor near a bridge and jumped after him into a time vortex. And it stars Zac Efron, Matthew Perry, R.A.P. Love him so much. And Leslie Mann, who's also a favorite of mine. Do Matthew Perry and Zac Efron play the same version, same character, basically? Yeah. So Matthew Perry is Mike O'Donnell, adult. Right. And then Zac Efron is Mike O'Donnell, not adult. Which is interesting because I recently, this makes a lot of sense because I recently saw Zac Efron was saying, I'd be happy Mm. to play Matthew Perry in a biopic if they were going to do a biopic of Matthew Perry's life, Zac Efron. And I was thinking like, oh, would he be the person to do it? But I guess he's already done it before. That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, all right. So this is a five-star review on Letterboxd for the film 17 again, written by... Kelsey, K-E-L. Oh, we started on the Kelsey's. I'll talk about that in the after show. I know. K-E-L-S-E-A-B-M. They have a hyphenated last name. Like bowel movement? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So are you ready to jump into this? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I was an intern on this movie when I was 17. Smiley face. Except it's... um. Like colon, parenthesis, parenthesis, parenthesis. And I owe Zach Efron an apology. Here goes. An angry producer dude in Oakley sunglasses told me rule number one of being on set was We couldn't talk to Zach Efron. No way. Don't even look at him. Zach was at Beatles level stardom to 14-year-olds during 2008. Girls were chasing him all over the grounds of the high school where we were shooting, banging on the windows of whatever room he was in. So that seemed fair. I had also never seen High School Musical, so I was like, yeah, okay, who? Whatever, sounds good. (laughs) Then, on New Year's Day, when I was at the crafty table, Parentheses, my main hang spot. Zach walked up to me and my friend, all cheery and full of good tidings, and said, Happy New Year, guys. I was horrified. The angry producer guy was right behind him, staring at me and my friend like, Don't fuck this up. This is Zach's fucking Efron, the goddamn star of major motion picture, 17 again. So I panicked. I was holding a Dixie cup full of grapes when I proceeded to shove in my mouth as I sort of mumbled a, hmm. And it wasn't just me. No one at the crafty table said, Happy New Year to Zach Efron that day. There was a lot of pain in Zach's eyes at that moment. Understandably. Have I done something wrong? He must have been thinking to himself. The answer was, no, Zach, you were being regular, despite the mountain of child stardom standing in your way. But he couldn't have known that, not in that moment. He walked away, sad, holding a skateboard that may or may not have been for a scene, (laughs) unable to connect with the only people who were near his age on that set. A group of managers and agents in their 40s encircled him, ready to chat about his next project, a truly devastating sight to behold. As I stood there, choking on grapes, I thought, did I just snub Zac Efron? 
the John Lennon of child actors? And is his life maybe worse than mine? Four question marks? The answer to both questions was absolutely yes. So, Zach, if you're reading this, I'm sorry, bud. It wasn't you. It was the mean producer guy in the Oakleys. You're doing great, and you always have been. Was that your skateboard? If so, very cool. If not, that's okay, too. And Zach, buddy, happy new year. WTF. So this went viral. This like blew up on the internet. Most of the reviews on this site, straight up reviews of the movie, like not like I worked on the movie. Like I love 17 again because it reminded me of being a kid. Um, No, it's people just talking about the film. It's very much like Goodreads. It feels like it's a very similar aesthetic. Right. Like I loved 17 again. Yeah. And they like rate and review. I mean, they are leaving ratings. Okay, so this is like definitely an anomaly for yes. this form. Okay, kind of, kind of. Yes, this is hilarious. Hilarious. First of all, I I do like hate this thing about like don't talk to the actors, don't give eye contact. It's just like it's so weird. There's got to be a better way to to tell people be professional without saying don't talk to them. It's just so <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Number one. Number two, how hilarious and queenly is it that Kelsey, how many years later? I mean, 2008. 2008. When was this written? 2022. 14. I can't do math. 14 years later, I think that is. I mean, still carrying this with them. Do you think that there's a chance that Zach read this? That's a really great question. And I do imagine because I I think I found this on Instagram or on Twitter. Like it totally blew up. So I imagine the virality of this review. I like how could it not have gotten to Zach? Like if you saw it and you knew Zach, like it would be funny to send to him because it's sort of like sending up child stardom in a way, but it's like only compassionate to Zach Efron. Yeah. I think it's sort of funny that they were about the same age as Zac Efron, but then they're yeah. like, sorry, bud. <laughs> you know, like, just like some of the language is so weird for yes. like a, someone to like appear. The Oakley glasses, I don't know why, but like brought me back to such a specific time. Like, do you remember when Oakley glasses used to be all, all the, the rage? rage. Yes. Everybody had to have those Oakleys. Which is funny because I feel like before Oakleys were Ray-Bans and I feel like we're back to Ray-Bans again. Totally. Ray-Bans had much more standing power. When Oakleys went out, they went out. And I do feel like the description of Oakleys in 2008, like that it was probably a youngerish producer. Like it wasn't like a 70-year-old producer. It was like someone that was like probably in their 40s, like they're saying, this like managers and agents. Because totally. like at least the man, or at least the producer, so, like, hip. From an actor's perspective, I'm like that sucks so badly because I'd so much rather talk to a PA that's like my age mm-hmm. than talk to a producer who actually has some sort of an agenda. You know what right. I mean? It's just like ugh. in this conversation, I imagine. I think your point. There's a nuanced way to sort of say like, "Hey, just keep in mind, like the star of this film." 
has a lot going on. So maybe yeah. don't approach them with demanding conversations. Like you can be I'm civil and right. and like let them take the lead and just give them the space to sort of show up and do their job and like you know, don't demand a lot from them. Don't demand yes. a lot of energy or time. Rather than look away, don't engage, act like they're not there. That's a little like bizarro behavior. It is weird. And it does like remind me of some of these stories. Like, I don't know what's true and what's not true. I don't want to bring things into this conversation. But like with the whole Ellen thing, when they, they say like, don't look at her in the eye. Yeah. Like, is that really coming from them? Or is that coming from someone else? I think it's interesting hearing this side of it. You don't often hear this perspective. Because I think that Kelsey could have easily been like, did Zach say to tell everybody right. not to look at him in the eye or not to have conversation? But clearly Kelsey's like, no, obviously somebody higher up said this. What do we think about the great thing? I mean, and what would you have done in this situation if, you know, the star was talking to you and your supervisor was sort of looming nearby. Do you think the great solution was a good one? <laughs> I mean, I I wonder if it was just... Well, I, you know, in r- reality here, I'm wondering if that is like an elevated telling of what actually occurred or if they really impulsively just like shoved a bunch of grapes in their mouth to sort of like, because they were so uncomfortable. I can tell you from experience, I once was a day player on a show and they ran out of dressing room. So they put me in an office that was right outside of like the kitchen and I was in the kitchen and the star came up not knowing who I was because I was a day player and I wasn't in the dressing rooms. I was in the kitchen was like, do you know where the water bottles are? And I like (sighs) didn't like anticipate this person be to be standing there or be addressing me or asking me a question because I literally (laughs) didn't have the answer and I think I mumbled like literally nonsense, like "Oh, I'm, mm-hmm, I'm I don't know." <laughs> You're like, like I think I was so that, weird. Yeah. So yeah. I can relate to Kelsey in that situation. But if the do you like, think? Yeah, I was going to say, do you think that Zac Efron is the John Lennon of child <laughs> actors? Do you think that was a stretch? I think it's a stretch, right? I mean, a little bit. I guess maybe I'm just like, if this was 2008, around he was the time the guy. of High School Musical. He might have been the John Lennon. I mean, people were really... When was Harry Potter? Mm, I don't know. Maybe similar timing earlier. Earlier than I mean, 2008. I, I love Certainly. Zac Efron. Like, I have nothing against him. I think he's wonderful. And I know that he yeah, was same. like the guy. But I don't know if the staying power is the same as John Lennon. I mean, that's a hard thing. Do you think that Matthew Perry... They've said this about Matthew Perry as well. And do you think they singled out Kelsey because Kelsey was a teenager? Like, do you think this was the rule? I think that they said this to Kelsey because Kelsey was 17. I think that too. And they just made an assumption that like, you're probably interning on this film because Mm. of Zac Efron. So I want to be really strong and say like, do not look at him. You'll get in big trouble if you engage in conversation with him. That's not why you're here. You're here to do a job, which again, I think is a kind of miscommunication because it can lead someone to fall too far to one side. What do we think about the whole skateboard thing? <laughs> like, not sure if it was for the scene or not. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that Zac Efron was a skateboarder? Oh, my God. You know what? I would believe either way. Like, I would believe if Zac Efron was a skateboarder and was just like on in between shots, just skateboarding around set. I would believe that. I would also believe that it was used in the movie. I, I think I saw this movie, guys, but it was such a long time ago that I, 
I can't recall whether or not Zach was skating in the movie or not, but I just think that it's funny that it came up a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I do know that RuPaul Charles famously loves rollerblading and rollerblades on the set in between setups. So I can yeah, see I can how totally see that being like a boarding. way to, especially if nobody's talking to you. How awkward! So awkward. You know, like you would need to do something to kind of refresh right i just think what a shame i think it's really funny that kelsey all these years later still feels this like i wonder if when kelsey's going to bed at night sometimes like damn it this is the moment so dumb that pops up why did you yeah right right? like you could have been you know touring the country with zach efron right now so what do you think about it being a five star um i wonder (laughs) Like, this is where we start to get into the value, because I don't know if this really has anything to I know, do with the movie. And it's also hard to assess, like, okay, so on Letterboxd, is there a page for 17 again? Yeah. Okay. Like Goodreads. Mm-hmm. And then under the reviews, this review just happens to be there amongst other reviews that are actual reviews of the film. Yeah. I wonder if Kelsey thought that their review, well, a couple things that one, their review would get seen more if it was a five star and two, if they didn't want to take anything away from the rating of this film, because they're not saying that the film was good or bad. They're not really saying anything about the film. So the value here, obviously, if I'm just somebody that's going to see, is this a film I want to see or not? There's no value here. Correct. But it's more positive negative value because it's a five star. Right. right. Uh, is this a joke review? I guess. I guess in a way it is, especially if it went viral. So if you're going to throw a joke review in there, I much prefer you to throw a five star joke review that's clear about what your intentions are, because then you're not being shady in the sense that you're kind of throwing this joke at it, but you're not taking away from the overall score of the movie, which I think is... A better approach. Exactly. And I guess my real question is, what is the better venue to get this message to Zach? Like tweeting it or doing it on IMDb or getting their manager and like getting an address to send a letter. Like, I think it's funny that it's here. I don't know what the better forum is for something like this. I'm not, maybe Letterboxd is like a thing amongst the kids because you and I don't really seem to know it that well. So I don't know how popular it is. Well, how old were we in 20? Wouldn't be my first choice. We were graduating college. 2008. That's right. So we were right. We're definitely older than Kelsey. Yeah. 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 No, that's definitely different. Yeah. So a good like five years between us. I mean, I really love this. I think it's really funny. But as far as reviewing the review, there's not a lot of value it's very unique. I think this is exceedingly unique as a review. Yes. Spelling and grammar yes. is perfect. Okay. I don't, I guess it's true. Do truthful. we think that this is true? I mean, that was the only thing that I came up against. Like, is there a chance that this was a, a viral grab and that Kelsey didn't, in fact, work on this film? Well, I could Google their name because their username is literally their entire name and see if they're listed. Oh. But even if they were an intern, they're probably not going to be listed on IMDb. Right. That's true. You know, for whatever reason, I do kind of feel like it's true because it's so random. Like it's specific so specific. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they are a, yes, 
They are they a have, like, other, like, filmmaker. Assistant credits. Yeah. Okay. And a. All right. Yeah. So it probably is true. And it's not really shady against anyone but Oakley Guy, but we're not really calling Oakley Guy out by name. We just called him a producer. Yeah. Okay. So there's lots of producers on film. So we're not necessarily shading anybody. Right. We're not calling it's, them and it's not name. specific. Like, it's just a producer. Angry producer, right. dude. It's like unnamed angry producer wearing Oakley's, which at the time, you know, I don't think is that damning. I mean, common fluky. This seems so fluky. I mean, how do we even assess that I mean, I've, with this situation? Right, I've never seen a review I like mean, this. I think this is the only person that uh, could attest to this, I guess, would be the other assistant or the other right. PA that was eating grapes <laughs> at Crafty and also didn't reply. I mean, this is such a nuanced, strange... Anomaly. Uh, situation. <laughs> I don't think most people would find themselves in this situation. But I do find it, obviously, humorous. And I am entertained by just, like, the teaching moment of... It's not always the celebrity that's a douche. Mm. Sometimes it's the people around them that are really separating you. I mean, again, this is such a like small, stupid thing not to put myself in the center of this. But I remember being on set as a guest star. And then I was having a conversation with one of the background actors, just like chatting with them. And they were like, thank you so much for talking to me. Like, we were told not to talk to you. Mm. Thank you so much for talking to me. And I'm like, you're a human being. I'm a human being. Like, what is this? Right. And yes, I think there are exceptions to those rules. Like, do you want to be super bothered? No. But if you're just like, wow, did you try the coffee? It's like a thousand degrees. Make sure you blow on it. Like, why Why wouldn't you say that? Right. To, a, you know, like a, any any human being. Like, why are we creating this division? I'm sure if it's New Year's Eve or whatever and everybody's working on New Year's or it's January 3rd or whatever it is, like if it's around this time and you see somebody else in Crafty and you say, Happy New Year's, I mean, you shouldn't have someone leering at you from across the way, keeping you from saying Happy New Year's back. back. That's just rude. Right. I mean, you say Happy New Year to the salesperson at Macy. Right. It makes the other person seem rude. And I think we do have to find the balance of humanity in all of this. <laughs> and I think it's an interesting look behind the curtain. I do wish that Kelsey would have at least said, and I saw the movie and it was great. Right. There's really nothing about 17 again. Like, right. I didn't even know the plot. Yeah, like there's... You didn't even know it. I had to read it. There's nothing in here that is telling us about the film. So in that case, it's kind. Of, but that's also eh, you know it's, it's a little bit of a speed bump. But, but like also kind it's of a funny speed bump. Yeah. Like I love I that mean, it's, it's just funny because it's so random. Exactly. I think I could crown Kelsey. How do you feel? <sighs> Can we talk about quickly on what basis we're going to crown? I mean, I'm I'm having a little bit of trouble. I mean, I just think that, like, we don't really delve into the world of Letterboxd. So, right. I mean, I guess this is just a matter of, like, should we watch the film or not? Okay. Like, what is the quality of the film based on the reviews? Like, I mean, it's a okay. social right. platform to sort of share films and collect. So, okay. I can crown it based on that. Okay. I'm going to pretend like it's Goodreads. Right. Yeah, I think it's a similar... Profound. Okay, let's do it. So, okay. Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. 
If your email is anything like mine, it is really full and you've probably been paying for extra storage that you don't need. And there's a solution to that. And that is clean email, which takes the work out of managing your inbox. Clean email designed the best way to clean out your inbox once. It is a one-off, one-time sweep. You're automating your email cleaning tasks to keep your inbox clean going forward. Check it out. Our listeners can save 25% off any plan with code REVIEWQUEEN. Clean out your mailbox. Don't be a slob. That's 25% off with code REVIEWQUEEN. school oh my gosh wow the queens are unanimous two and a half two and a half truly middle of the road yeah i mean the two and a half crowns are purely coming from entertainment value clearly this is not a review of 17 again (laughs) so how can i really go more than that if i'm going to this page because i want to know is this worth seeing and i'm looking at the five stars first because i'm an optimist i'm not really getting anything out of this review that's going to tell me whether or not I should see it. That being said, the two and a half crowns comes from the fact that I would probably laugh if I came across this and be like, what the what the hell? It also went viral. So obviously, there are a lot of people that thought that this was funny. So that's where the two and a half crowns are coming from. Curious if Kelsey ever did verify whether Zach was skateboarding in the movie. (laughs) I think that they should give the movie a, a, you know, a go, give it a shot, watch it, and then maybe go back and give us a reply. So for that reason, a little bit, a little bit of room for Kelsey, two and a half crowns. Why did you go for two and a half crowns? I mean, I agree. Middle of the road. Yeah, I said middle of the road because it really doesn't have anything to do with the film. And like, maybe we aren't um, sleuths of this specific source, but sure, I didn't even know Matthew Perry was in it. And I found this review a year ago. So, right. But I think it's so funny and it's so random. And like, it really has stuck out to me as someone who is constantly looking at reviews because it's so specific in its point of view. And I do think that Kelsey's voice is very funny without punching down like even at the angry producer it's just like they're painting a picture of who they are um and letting us fill in the dots you know and i just think it's really funny and i love behind the scenes stuff so like the little peek behind the curtain of like being at the craft table uh, like not (laughs) being able to respond as a human it's just all very interesting so two and a half because like it is very entertaining. They obviously did a spell check. It did go viral, but it really has nothing to do with the film unless you're looking for behind the scenes tea. So two and a half. Happy New Year's, Kelsey, and Happy New Year, Zach. Yes. Happy New Year's. Remember when someone says Happy New Year's to you, just say Happy New Year's back, regardless of who they are. Yeah, they initiated it. So you can at least repeat the sentence. Yeah. Right. It's like somebody sneezes, you say, bless you. Exactly. Right. Just a reflux. Reflex. Not reflux. That's acid reflux. (laughs) Well, all right, my queen. Fun and different. Okay. Look at that. I'm going to have to check letterbox. Got to expand. Well, we have done it, queen. We have reached the most regal portion of our show. Chelsea, who are you inducting today for? My royal highness. Thanks for asking, Trey. You know what, guys? We're so close to New Year's Eve. I just couldn't even think of anyone that I wanted to thank or acknowledge. 
besides you, our listeners, I know I mentioned you guys gave you a little bit of a shout out on Thanksgiving, but I wanted to take this opportunity to cheers to all of you guys. I know there's a lot that's been going on around the world personally, and then also for people individually. And I just wanted to take this moment to say thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope we bring some levity to your life, some laughs to your life. I hope we give you a chance to relax and hang with Trey and I as friends. We love and appreciate you guys so much. Cheers to you. May this year be happy and healthy and bring you everything that you desire. We love you. We appreciate you. Every single person that's listening to this podcast holds a special place in our heart. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers to you. Happy New Year, Queens. We love you. I'll cheers to that. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. We love you, Queens. We love you. Well, we did it, Queen. That was our final round on the RUARQ Ferris Wheel of 2023. Truly nervous. That means, Trey, that we are going into our what? Our third year of this show? Is that what that means? Yeah, we are on the third year of episodes. The actual third calendar year. Waco. It's wild. It's truly wild. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. It's never too late. And if you did not like what you heard, please tell an enemy. It's never too late. On this week's After Show Pod, we are rating and reviewing a Amazon review. Get that hand ready. For Uh Catch On with a K. New Year's Photo Booth Props 2024. Pack of 30, New Year's Eve, Photo Booth Props, 2024, New Year's Eve, Party Supplies, 2024, New Year, Photo Booth Props, 2024, Happy New Year, Decorations, 2024. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Holy shit, that's a lot of keywords. (laughs) Holy shit. They really didn't want to lose anything. Well, the only thing those keywords make me think is, how did this get said? Look at us. I think we've been in sync for a while now. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Love that. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. my chin on that. Oh, I wonder. (laughs) Pondering. 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 Well, as I ponder, I I really implore all of you to have a wonderful New Year's. And remember, ignore the haters. You are a queen. Gender nonspecific. Queen. Obviously. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Sign up directly on Apple Podcasts to hear our weekly members-only after show. Unlock additional benefits when you become a Patreon member at reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon. Follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens and join our mailing list at ReviewThatReview.com. Our fetch line is open 24-7 at 1-850-REVIEW-0. Don't be a mashugana. Call the fetch line today. What's your Ten, favorite kind of grape? Nine. Oh, my favorite kind of grape. Whatever's going to be the sweetest, usually. I think green. Um, sometimes I can get down with red. I love a frozen grape. Mm-hmm. Also, did you know that there's a there's a tradition? I can't remember what culture it originates from, but you are supposed to eat a certain amount of grapes at midnight for good luck on New Year's. On New Year's, yeah. Wait, really? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. In the I South, we're supposed to eat black eyed peas. Black eyed peas and um, oh my God, what is the green stuff? 
Collard greens? Collard greens, yeah. My mom would always prepare that on New Year's. I know. It's a thing. Go ahead and uh, go to the store and get your Lucky Foods Queens. And while you're at the store, get ready with those New Year's photo booth props. What? What? Tune in on Friday. We'll see you on Friday. Bye, Queens.